In an area of space known as the Courtyard, a Federation ship moves across the stars, patrolling the borders between three civilizations. Its mission? Maintain peace, and to remain ever watchful in endless vigilance. Stardate 2381.159 Computer, what's the current time? The current time is 0601 hours. Computer, one command duty uniform, male, size large, uh, communicator, and coffee with hazelnut cream, 75 degrees. Good morning, Commander. Good morning. Good morning, Commander. Lieutenant. Morning. Morning. Good morning. <clears throat> Deck seven. Ensign. Lieutenant. Good morning, Commander. Sir. I'm really looking forward to Narendra Station, Lara. I've been told it's a wealth of activity from Strethia now. Not to mention all of the data coming out of the Shackleton Expanse. It's not much, and there's plenty we don't know yet. We aren't close to understanding just how dangerous and wondrous that area of space is. No wonder the Klingons don't want it. You don't believe that, do you? The starships losing power or hull integrity and exploding as they move through the Expanse. I'm not sure what to believe. I've read up on what the crew of the Sally Ride and the Dauntless have made available in Memory Alpha. But the Expanse is a big place. But, um, Douglas, the commander... What? Oh, oh, sorry, sir. We, we don't mean to ignore you. We, we're just excited to be seeing this side of the Federation. No, no. It's quite all right, Ensign. I was in your place once. Sorry to prolong your arrival, but I do appreciate the Citadel taking the detour to Cure Station for me. And you're right to be looking forward to this. You wouldn't be able to enjoy your duties otherwise. <laughs> yes, sir. Commander, Cure Station? That's a deep space station, right? I've read it's the same class as Narendra. You're partially right, Lieutenant. Outwardly, it's nearly identical to Starbase 364, but it's been completely converted to ambassadorial status. It's the first of its kind housing embassies for the Federation, the Romulans, and the Klingons. It's really the next step towards a lasting peace between our peoples. Do you really think that's possible, Commander? I know we were allied with the Klingons, and we were fighting alongside the uh, Romulans during the Dominion War, but that was seven years ago, sir. <laughs> that's not for me to say, Ensign. I'll leave that in the hands of the diplomats. I'll be far too busy anyway. 
Are you... excited, sir? Excited? Your first command, sir. And you're not even a captain. <laughs> uh, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't, Lieutenant. <laughs> Isn't it a great time to be a staff beat officer? If we weren't on our way to the Shackleton, I'd definitely want a posting on a ship patrolling the courtyard. Excuse me? What was that last part you said, Ensign? At the courtyard, sir. That's what the locals call this area of space. Uncontested space between all three powers, sir. Are you right, sir? Sir? The courtyard. Ten years earlier. Admiral, what they found is believed to be the remnants of the wreckage from the USS Donovan. Are they sure? Mitchell, how many times have I told you to knock? Dad, who was that? What were they just saying about the Donovan? You're mistaken. You didn't hear anything. But why? Why are you lying to me, Dad? I know what I heard. That was Starfleet. What do they know about Amanda? Where's my sister? Enough. I will not hear of this again. Now, out. I hate you. Are you sure about this? Yeah, I'm sure. Now let's go. Besides, it's a little late to worry now. I doubt they'll think I was able to bypass the security system on my own. Damn. They'll know it was me. Your buddy Nikolai, who isn't capable of saying no to his best friend. You could have said no last night. You know damn well I was three sheets to the wind by the time you asked me. Ouch. That hurts. You're making it seem as if I took advantage of you. Yeah. Like it was the first time. Let's get on with this. I have a waitress waiting for me. Sorry, buddy. I believe she was interested in me. I doubt she even saw you. <laughs> Interesting. What? What did you learn? Well, that you're not completely nuts for starters. I found a fragment of a deleted communique, not its contents. Bloody hell. Can you trace the communique? It came from... Starfleet Intelligence. Bloody hell. Why won't Starfleet answer my calls? I've been trying for the past two days. And damn my dad! Why won't he tell me what the hell is going on? And what would you expect from Starfleet? Just because you're an Admiral's son, you think that's going to get them to talk to you? But this... This is about Amanda. I don't understand why my dad won't tell me. I know who it's about. Amanda's been like a sister to me as well. You have to be honest with yourself, Mitch. When it comes to Dad, it's not like you've given him a lot of reasons to warm up to you. What are you trying to say, Nicola? Hey, whoa, whoa. Slow down there, Mitch. Remember, 
It's me you're talking to. The same old guy who's been there every time you cause your father's blood pressure to rise. I know that you never liked being compared to your sister or accomplishments. Let's face it, you weren't exactly the Quinn role model that your father expected you to be. Well, you know I didn't deserve that. Ah, uh, but you did deserve some of it, Mitch. Staying out all night getting drunk, which was usually followed by getting arrested, and before you say it, no, it was not all because of me. Not all me. Some me, but not all. Look, Mitch, you haven't had a normal father-son relationship in years. I mean, you've barely said two words to each other since the Donovan went missing. What happened has been hard for everyone. You have to know that. Well... What the hell am I gonna do, Nikolai? As the old saying goes, if you can't beat him, join him. If you want to find out what's going on, you have to be someone who can demand answers from someone other than a barmaid. Now come on, let's get a drink or two. Or three. Hey, beautiful! I need a round of drinks over here for me and my buddy. Been a long day. Sir, sir, Commander! Are you all right? Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Ensign Lieutenant, as you were. Rest off to Quinn. Come in. Quinn here. Are you coming to breakfast, or shall I place these two plates of fantastic, hand-coded, near-perfect representations of Eggs Benedict right back into the replicator? It worked so hard on them. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way. Tom. Good morning, Commander. Please have a seat. Good morning, sir. And thank you. I was expecting both you and Lieutenant Reznov. Unfortunately, sir, given the choice between spending time with rank and file or an Ambassador-class warp engine, Nikolai would choose the latter every time. I understand. Can I get you something to drink, Commander? No, thank you, sir. I just finished breakfast. Please, call me Tom. May I call you Mitch? Please do. Uh, I wanted to thank you, sir, for ferrying us safely to Cure Station, and I wanted to say the Citadel is a beautiful ship, Tom, and you have a fine crew here. She's a beauty, all right, and the crew is top-notch. But I appreciate you saying so. So, the USS Vigilance. Defiant class, if I remember correctly. Your first command? It is. And you're assigned to Cure Station. Well, that could be a political hotbed, but I'm sure you will do well. After all, you are a Quinn. Uh, apparently so. Don't worry. That is why Starfleet has Commodore Williamson in command. He'll be the one that is assigned to deal with all the political heat. So much so, Starfleet had to bring out a mothballed rank just to appease the locals. I'm afraid I don't understand, sir. The rank of Commodore hasn't been used in nearly a century. As you well know, Starfleet prefers now to simply raise captains to the Admiralty. Flagship captains are fully capable in taking command of a fleet in many cases a starbase or deep space station. As such, Commodore became a redundant rank. But Williamson, 
That man... That man deserves to be an admiral. It sounds as if you have nothing but respect for the man. Well, Commander, I'm not the only one. The Klingons, as well as the Romulans, felt that having an admiral in command of Kier Station was excessive. Starfleet disagreed, and since they weren't going to remove Williamson from the position, and had already given him a promotion, they made him Rear Admiral Lower Half. Commodore. That's right. He's a good man, Commander, among the best. Huh. This picture here, is this someone special, Tom? Sorry? Ah, yes, my fiance Nora. She's waiting for me at Narendra Station. We're to be married shortly after we arrive. Unfortunately, we won't have much of a honeymoon. Admiral Hebert has a shipping out into the Shackleton fairly soon. She's been waiting for you there for a while, I presume? That's the damnedest thing. No, she took a J-class tug out that way while we were still in Sector 01, just so we could be closer. Can you believe that? I can't imagine how comfortable that must have been. You know, Mitch, they say duty and love don't mix, but I say they just haven't found the right partner. Wouldn't you agree? Tom, I'm sorry for delaying your rendezvous with your future wife. No need to apologize. I was heading to Cure Station to deliver supplies anyways, and we are looking at a two-day layover. We're picking up more personnel for Narendra and the three ships stationed there. The USS Sally Ride, Dauntless, and the Thunderchild. Bridge to Captain Grant. Grant here. Sir, you wanted to be informed when we are within viewing range of Cure Station. Thank you, XO. On our way. Grant out. Well, Mitch, care to take a look at your new posting? I would love to, Tom. Your station is within 1,000 kilometers, Captain. On screen. Wow. That's a big one. That it is. It's modeled after Narendra Station. Captain, we're being hailed by Cure Station. Open a channel. USS Citadel, this is Cure Station Ops Control. How can we be of service? Good morning, Cure Station. This is Captain Thomas Grant. We are delivering the new captain assigned to the USS Vigilance along with a few of his new crew members. Request permission to dock. Permission granted, USS Citadel. Please proceed to Mooring Pylon 2. And welcome to Cure Station. Confirm, Cure Station. Set it all out. Well, Mitch, guess you better gather your gear and personnel. Good luck, Commander. Hi, Captain. Thanks for the ride. Permission granted, USS Citadel. Please proceed to Mooring Pylon 2, and welcome to Cure Station. Confirm, Cure Station. Set it all out. Maintain to establish an approach. Ops control to Commodore Williamson. The Citadel has arrived and should be fully moored in ten minutes. Thank you, Control. Please contact Commander Hawthorne. I've asked him to bring Commander Quinn to my office once he's disembarked and is safely aboard the station. Maintain your approach. Aye, sir. Ops to Lieutenant Commander Hawthorne, please report to Docking Airlock 2. Repeat, Lieutenant Commander Hawthorne, please report to Docking Airlock 2. Really, Master Chief? An no call?
Commodore, I must thank you once again for your hospitality. I hope you realize that escorting me to Romulan space is not necessary. The Curie is quite willing to come pick me up to escort me back to Romulus. I understand. However, it is the least I can do for your continued effort, Varan. I appreciate all you've done for this station, and I consider it a professional courtesy to at least see you as far as we can safely. Then I am to assume that everything is on schedule for my departure. It is. The Vigilance will be ready to leave on time. Is the Ambassador, who is, I'm remiss to say, replacing you fully up to speed with the station? Do not worry, Commodore. I am not insulted. My time on this station was only temporary. To answer your question, however, Ambassador Tipperal is well-equipped to handle herself here. Then I shall look forward to meeting her. But if I may, it won't be the same without you. I too share that sentiment, Commodore. If there is one thing that we have both learned in the past two years, it is how similar we are as people, and that we have been blind to it for far too long. Agreed. Has a ship been assigned from Romulus to Cure Station? Not yet, Commodore. Upon my return to Romulus, I will be pushing for one. I am hopeful. As am I. Uh, can I get you something to drink? No, thank you. I won't be staying long. I should gather my things and prepare the suite for the Ambassador. I thought that Romulan Ale was still illegal in the Federation. An embargo I now believe should be behind us. Fortunately, there are a few benefits of being the United Federation of Planets representative and the commander of this station. Computer. Two brandy snifters. Are you not on duty And this... It's still early, Commodore. Uh, technically, yes. Uh, I am on duty. I will, however, make an exception this time. Please. Thank you, dear friend. I do see that once again, Ambassador Ovak is not in attendance. I'm afraid I cannot make any excuses for the Ambassador. Advocate Dujuk passes along his regrets, however... He had other pressing internal matters to attend to with the High Council. The Ambassador's habits are not of your concern, Commodore. But I am remiss to say that even after two years, we still have plenty of road to walk before our journey is finished. Yes, of that I'm well aware. I won't lie to you, Varan. When this station went online, I had certain expectations. But considering it's taken me two years of weekly political conferences with Romulus in order to secure a full ambassador, this station has not even begun to truly fulfill its mission. Well, it's only been six months since the arrival of the Klingon ambassador. I find myself more than disappointed. Hmm. Indeed it has. And it is, Commodore. My apologies. I didn't mean to suggest that, uh... Commodore. Steven. We are all well past that. You need not worry yourself. After all, I also wish for a full ambassador to take my place. I have indeed enjoyed and found productivity during my time here, but my place is now on the Senate. <sighs> I suspect you will have enemies on Romulus now, considering you're one of a few who survived the coup. I have always had them, Stephen. I consider myself fortunate that I was here when Praetor Tellura replaced the previous Senate. They do not scare me, and they will not make me turn away from my duties. I understand. Enough of the past. Thank you for the drink. But I should retire to the ambassadorial suite. I have much to do. 
Then, Senator Varan, it has been my pleasure. I hope that one day we will indeed meet again. I do indeed hope the same, Commodore. Computer, display Commander Quinn's orders. Enter. Commodore, Magpo, I see that you are busy as ever. Good morning, Advocate. I'd just given your regards to Advocate Varan. He just left. A pity, then, that I missed you. Had I been but a moment earlier, I could have said my goodbyes to you. Yes, imagine that. And I was under the impression that you didn't like him. He is a Romulan and soft. He was, however, more tolerable than most. A computer! Ractor Gino. You realize, of course, that unless you can convince the ambassador to leave his suite from time to time, you'll now have to deal with a full Romulan ambassador? Ovak is always wallowing in blood wine. However, his drinking habits are not my concern, Commodore. And are you questioning my ability? To perform my duties. Yes. <laughs> and here I thought you'd lost every bone for humor in your human body, Stephen. <laughs> I'm glad to see you still have it. Two years, Dujuk. I've worked for two years, and we finally secured a full Romulan ambassador. I am well aware of that, Commodore. Yes, well, what news from the Klingon High Council? It seems your day is going so well, Commodore. Are you certain you wish me to ruin such enjoyment? Ugh, let me guess. Conflict among the Great Houses representing the Council's view on peace with the Romulans? Without Juras being the loudest. In the last three months, House Juras has managed to sway two other major houses that engaging the Romulans now in a border war is exactly what the Empire needs. To regain its former glory. Incredible. For over 20 years, House Duras has considered the Romulan Star Empire a friend. It would seem Duras does not get along with this Romulan government. Bah, regardless, Duras is an honorless house of sniveling Patach. But they are a major house. When the other houses keep silent, it is easy for someone else to speak out and be heard, and to gain support. With major Klingon houses pushing the Chancellor to invade while the Star Empire's resources are stretched thin in a civil war with Empress Denatra and the Imperial Romulan state, they may not be able to hold off a Klingon attack. Has Chancellor Martok's position regarding the Imperial Romulan state changed? No. Thus far, he has maintained his defensive position, and the High Council is still willing to talk with the Imperial Romulan state, should Empress Donatra succeed in securing Romulus. At present, he has the support of enough ruling houses that believe an invasion is not a viable option at this time. Well, that, at least, is good news. But House Juras is telling any who will listen. If the Klingons were to attack now... He estimates five months 
before the systems in the pre-core sector of the neutral zone would fall. It would be enough to set a powerful foothold in that area of space. I have, however, been pressing my contacts within the Empire's intelligence community to confirm this information. Duras must be getting his intelligence from somebody. Indeed, Commodore. I, however, have been unable to secure anything of worth. You're being stonewalled. So it would seem. It would seem, Advocate. The fate of this station's mission rests in the hands of the Klingon High Council, one drunken Klingon general, a new Romulan ambassador, and one Starfleet near-admiral. Don't forget your new ship and new crew. But still, it sounds that the odds are ever against you. I haven't. You and I were put here for a reason, and we'll see that duty to its logical end. I would at least feel far more secure if I had, regardless of your ability, Dujuk, an ambassador that wasn't always at the bottom of a goblet. I need Ovak to meet the Romulans, and if possible, be half sober. If such a thing cannot be done, I am, as you are aware, capable of performing the ambassador's duties while he drinks his way to Stovacor. I, however, do understand your political position. I will see what I can do. Thank you, Advocate. I expect you to meet her regardless, Dujuk. Of course, Commodore. <laughs> of course. Quinn, I'm Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne. Commodore Stephen Williamson has asked me to show you to his office. Good to meet you, Commander. Uh, this is Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov. Yes. Commander, if you would please follow me. Okay. Sorry, Commander, but my orders are to escort only you to the Commodore's office. The Lieutenant Commander will have to find something else to occupy his time. Excuse me. It's all right, Mitch. I wanted to get to the bar anyway. Need to find what they deem as liquor around here. I'll see you on the ship. This way, Commander. Can't say that I'm a fan of your attitude, Lieutenant Commander. Excuse me, sir? Your attitude. I don't care for the way you treated the person who will be my ship's chief engineer. I'm sorry, sir, but every junior officer needs to know their place. I like everything neat and tidy, and I don't like to waste time on trivial matters. I was instructed to show you to the Commodore's office, and that is exactly what I will do. You do realize that you and Reznov are the same rank? Yes, sir, but as you've just said yourself, he is your chief engineer, and as you are no doubt already aware, I am your exo. He's not on the command path, sir. I am. Yikes. Commander. Sir? Uh, good day. Commander, please come in. Hello, Commodore. I'm glad to meet you. Sir, was I interrupting something? Welcome to Cure Station, Commander Quinn, and... No, you weren't. Don't mind, Advocate Dujuk. 
He has the knack of knowing when not to be around. Understood. This station looks amazing, sir. Thank you, Commander. But the looks are only half of it, and up until recently, it was the only half that's been useful. Please, have a seat. Excuse me, sir. I don't think I understand. I'm sorry, Commander. Uh, it's been a long two years. Getting the station up and functioning has been the easiest of the two battles that I've faced, but you don't need to be saddled with that. You have no doubt been wondering why a station of this size has only one relatively small ship assigned to it. Well, the thought had crossed my mind, sir. A station this size should have at least three, with one of those ships a capital ship, sir. Yes, of that I'm well aware. Well, to bring you up to speed, Commander, the reason we're two ships short is because those ships should have come from the Romulan and Klingon empires. Cure Station was built to become the epicenter for lasting peace between our three governments. It would seem, however, it is the Federation that is most interested in this venture. Until the Romulans and the Klingons decide to send us a ship, it would appear we are on our own. Very well, Commodore. Commander, we are in uncontested space. This area of space is teeming with pirates, rogue traders, and every other scum from Orion to Gabrian Four. With all of that threatening us, aside from the hatred that still festers between the Klingons and the Romulans, this is still the best area of space for this station. Well, if you don't mind me saying, sir, this area of space seems to have the deck stacked against us. That, Commander, is a very accurate statement. The Vigilance's standing general orders will be to run patrol across the courtyard. There are many threats in this area of space. It will be your job to deal with those issues as you see fit. Well, obviously within the boundaries Starfleet has set forth. Of course, Commodore, and without fail. Very well, then. As per Starfleet command, you will assume command of the Vigilance, effective immediately. Computer. Recognize Commodore Stephen Williamson. As of Stardate 2381.159, I hereby relinquish command of the USS Vigilance NCC-75635 to Commander Mitchell Quinn. Authorization code required. Authorization code Delta 11925 Beta. Transfer all command codes to Commander Mitchell Quinn. Authorization code accepted. USS Vigilance, now under the command of Commander Mitchell Quinn. I relieve you, sir. I stand relieved. Congratulations, Commander. Now for your first orders. You are to leave as soon as your ship is ready. Here's your pad. You are to escort Advocate Varon to those coordinates and meet the IRW Curie, where you'll drop off the Advocate and pick up the Romulan Ambassador and the Romulan Envoy that has been assigned to this station. You will also be picking up a Romulan officer who will be assigned to the Vigilance as part of the exchange program. He'll hold the position of Lieutenant Commander and will be your ship's second officer. Understood, sir. Is there a problem, Commander? No, sir. Will that be all, sir? That will be all. Mitch, you'll do fine. And I know your father is proud. Thank you, sir. I've just finished inspecting the Maglox Lynn, and I'm about to give a routine inspection to the deuterium injectors. 
I finished one job already and I'm starting my second now. How's everything going in the hole? Oh, there is no hope of me winning this bet now, is there? You're the one who suggested we see who can get their assigned jobs done the quickest. I'm not gonna feel sorry for someone who should have known that going against me would be a losing bet. You know, at the very least, you could have taken your time with it. I did take my time, Lynn. You're just slow. Yeah, slow, says the one who isn't crawling through a Jeffrey's tube. <laughs> hey, you drew the short straw and had to go into the hole, but you have less tasks to complete. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're avoiding the question, Lynn. How is everything down there? You want my honest answer? Yes, of course I do. Well, I've never liked working with binaural circuits. I've spent the last 45 minutes making sure this one was removed properly. So if you want to know how it's going down here, I finally get to start my first job. Lynn, they're pretty standard on ships now, and they'll only get more prominent. Yeah, but I still don't see what was wrong with Isolinear Deck. Besides, it's what we mostly learned about in the Academy. Aw, do you want some help down there, Lynn? <laughs> what, give you more bragging rights? No, 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 it's fine. You stay, you stay right where you are, Yale. Computer? Begin a level 5 diagnostic on the deuterium injectors and display report at Engineering Station 4. Beginning diagnostic. So I haven't had the chance to talk to you about this, but... What do you think about getting a full-time commanding officer? Sorry, Yale? Our new CO. What do you think about finally having a dedicated CO? Well, I will say that it'll be nice to take this girl out for a spin rather than simply making sure she's ready. What do you think he's like? What? Well, I heard he's one of the few that completed the Kobayashi Maru successfully with the ship intact and crew alive. Isn't that just a myth, Yale? I mean, we went through the academy and we didn't hear anything about it. We're not on the command path, Lynn. There wouldn't have been a reason for us to have heard about it, but I've heard stories. <sighs> oh, gotcha. I also heard he's very handsome. Oh, is that so? Diagnostic completed. Display now available. Computer, transfer report to my pad. Oh, by the way, I finished my check on the deuterium injectors, and I'm moving to check the matter reactant chamber. Uh-huh. Hello? Are you even paying attention to me, Lynn? Sorry, Yale. I honestly have no idea what the commander's like. Does it matter? I mean, if it means that we get to take the Vigilance out from Space Dock. Did you seriously just ask me that question? Of course it matters. I mean, who wants to be under the command of an arrogant, smart-mouthed know-it-all? Looks like we have company. Give me a moment, Lynn. Excuse me, sir. May I help uh, you? What do you know? Specs. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. You're not allowed uh, to be in here. I say again, this is a restricted area. Civilians are not permitted in main engineering Boring. without a Starfleet uh. escort. If you do not leave, I yep, will Specs call security. Again. Main engineering to security. This is Ensign Yale Tur. Security here. Lieutenant, we have an intruder in main engineering. The intermix flow. It's out of phase by 0.04 microns. Unacceptable. I want the flow at 0.02 microns. Excuse me, but an intermix phase variance of 0.04 to 0.06 is perfectly acceptable by all Starfleet engineering standards. Why am I explaining this to you? Security, it's I need- 
I am not detecting an intruder. Is everything alright? I understand fully what the acceptable standards are, Ensign. But merely acceptable will not work in my engine room. Excuse me? Ensign, I am Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov. And as of this moment, I am your new Chief of Engineering. This engine room is now mine, and my responsibility. You are now under my command. Now, as I said, merely acceptable won't work in my engine room. So the next time I look at these intermix readings, they had better read 0.02 microns. Incenter, I repeat, is there a problem? I hope not. Pardon me, Ensign? I did not hear that last. Sorry, sir. Um, everything is fine now. Please cancel the security request. Acknowledged. Max out. Wow. That... That went... Yeah. I guess we should get to work. You heard that, didn't you? Every word. Well, better get to it, I suppose. (sighs) How does that Earth saying go? After I get my foot out of my mouth... Jolan True, Ambassador. I will not miss this. Ambassador? I was just musing over how much I'm not going to miss this barren rock. Would you not agree, Sisik? I am afraid I do not understand. No. No, I suppose you do not. No matter. What is it, Sisik? Is it time to leave already? Many pardons, Ambassador. It is not. Centurion Valdor has arrived. Shall I escort him in? Thank you, Sisik. Yes, you may. As you wish. Jolan True, Ambassador. Jolan True, Centurion. Thank you for your prompt compliance to my request for your presence. I live to serve the Star Empire. Indeed, Centurion. It may yet become an Imperial State, soon enough, however. While that may be true, Ambassador, my duties remain the same. Indeed, Centurion. Sisic, you may leave us. As the Ambassador wishes. Your envoy is a Riemann? He is. I hope that is not a problem. No, Ambassador. I simply have not met many in my life. Won't you sit down, Centurion? It would be improper, Ambassador. I shall stand. Very well. How aware are you regarding my current assignment? I know only that you are Tipra, First Minister of the Yoriha Party. 
He took over envoy duties to these outlying planets within the sector of Roman space exactly one year ago. And that is all you know? I know only what I am told and what I need to know to perform my duties to the full extent. Is there something else I must know to perform my duties better? If I have not been performing... No, Centurion. Your record as a scientist is remarkable, and I must say it is a wonder you have not made subcommander yet. Tell me, how far would you go to advance Romulan interest? Ambassador? You graduated at the top of your class, a brilliant scientist. Do you need me to repeat the question? I can formulate a hypothesis, but I am capable of error if I do not understand the full parameters of the question. However, to give an answer to your question, I would do what was required of me, without complaint, and without fail. I was indeed hoping you would say that. We have been given a set of orders handed down from the Senate, orders that I wished to give you myself. I must apologize for not letting your immediate superior give these to you, but I felt it only right they come from me. As per the wishes of the Senate, my duties have now been temporarily assigned to Cure Station. I will be acting on behalf of the Romulan government and for Romulan interest aboard the station, which is within the courtyard. You have been posted to the USS Vigilance, a Defiant-class starship attached to the station as a part of the Officer Transfer Program. You will act as ship's second officer with secondary science duties. Is that understood? With all due respect, Ambassador, there must be someone of better. I do not want anyone else. It is you I have picked, and it is you that will serve Romulan interest in this capacity. Make no mistake, Centurion. In this matter, I speak with the full authority of the Senate. Is that understood? Completely understood. However, my duties aboard the Curie... Have been seen to. I understand. Excellent. I will join you aboard the IRW Curie in one hour. Have you anyone to say goodbye to? I have no one. Very well. The Curie will be taking us as far as the edge of our neutral zone on the courtyard side. We will rendezvous with the Federation ship there. They are expecting us. I will see you in one hour. You may leave. Is that a hint of a smile I see? Absolutely not, Ambassador. Jolantru. Jolantru, Centurion. <laughs> Captain on the bridge. Thank you, Ensign Javari. As you were. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Captain. You know who I am? Only from what your file says. A risk-taker and overly confident. Well, I... Sir, they... Easy, Ensign. I'm not judging you. All I want to know is, are you as good as they think you are? Uh, better. I can fly circles around anyone on this ship. Including you, sir. That will be enough, Ensign. You are addressing the commanding officer of this ship. Do you want to go on report? I... I'm sorry, sirs. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. It's all right, Ensign. I like that you're confident in your abilities. Captain Quinn to Commander Reznov. Reznov here. Go ahead, Commander. Der, um, Captain. Whatever. What do you want, Mitch? That would be Captain or Sir, Lieutenant Commander. Thank you, Commander Hawthorne, but I will handle this. Hawthorne, that you? Isn't there something else you need to be doing right now? 
like checking the paint on the hull. <laughs> Nikolai, how are we looking? Is she ready to fly? Oh, she's like the day she left the assembly line. No, seriously. It's as if everyone on board is walking around with the manual shoved up their ass. Everything is set to specs, but this ship is so much more. I have to get everyone's head out of their ass and working on all these systems to bring her up to what she's fully capable of. Okay, but is she ready? Didn't I just say she was? <laughs> Ensign. <clears throat> Sorry, sir. Thank you, Commander Reznov. Quino. Captain, I simply must protest. That, whatever that was, was at the very least insubordination, since you are the current... Commander, this is neither the time nor the place. <laughs> yes, sir. Ensign, please contact Cure Station and request permission to dedock. Cure Station, this is USS Vigilance requesting permission to dedock from docking pylon 2. Vigilance, this is Cure Station Operations Control. Permission granted. Safe travel and clear skies. Acknowledge and thank you, Cure Station. Decouple the moorings and retract the causeway. Moorings decoupled and causeway retracted, sir. We are riding free. Half impulse. Aye, Captain. Half impulse. This is Captain Quinn. We're en route to the Romulan neutral zone. Circumstances have delayed my tour of the ship and meeting you all, but I trust you'll continue to perform exceptionally until I do. All senior officers are to report to my ready room for 13-1500 hours. Captain out. Sir. Tactical is green. Security is green. All of the stations are reporting green, sir. Thank you. Are the coordinates provided by Advocate Baran laid in, Ensign? Course laid in, sir. Awaiting orders. Very well. Helm? Warp 7. Go. listening to Reporting for Duty, Episode 1 of Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, a Two Sober Doors Productions podcast, making magic for your ears. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Robert J. Harrower and Vincent J. Loria. It was audio engineered by Robert J. Harrower, Vincent J. Loria, and Isaac Gooch. The voice talents for this episode are Craig Hustler as Commander Mitchell Quinn. Matthew James Lodi as Lieutenant Commander Nikolai Reznov. Kevin Scarf as Commodore Stephen Williamson. Robert J. Harrower as Lieutenant Commander Wilfred Hawthorne. Gary Warnock as Lieutenant Commander Dulan Valdor. Jordan Pierce as Lieutenant Max. Abigail Wall as Ensign Jera Shivari. Hazel Newman as Ensign Yale Tour. Isaac Gooch as Ensign Lin Huai Chang. Michael French as the Vigilance Computer. Gary Roskell as Starfleet Captain Liam Sharp. Miranda Celine as Cure Station Ops Controller Lexa Atwood. Rihanna Gould as Cure Station and USS Citadel Computer. Micah Raymond as Lieutenant Lara. Jonathan Dredge as Ensign Douglas. Eloria Shaw as Ambassador Tipperall. Oliver Hickey as Advocate Dejuk. James Haney as the Riemann Envoy Sisek. Kyle Dinellen as Senator Laron Trevoron. Vincent J. Loria as Vice Admiral Randolph Quinn. Colton O'Brien as Captain Thomas Grant. Wesley Baltz as Commander Jim Dorian, and Vincent J. Loria, Regan Packwood, and Stephen Hyatt 
as Citadel crew members. Original music for this episode was provided by Nate Reynolds Welsh. Endless Vigilance, a Star Trek fan production, is based on Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. For more information about this episode, or to find us online, please visit us at twosoberdoorsproductions.com, on Twitter at twosober, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash twosoberdoorsproductions. Star Trek and all related marks, logos, and characters are solely owned by CBS Studios Incorporated. Two Sober Dwarfs Productions, the website, the promotion thereof, and this fan audio drama are not endorsed by, sponsored by, nor affiliated with CBS, Paramount Pictures, or any other Star Trek franchise, and is a non-commercial fan-made audio production intended for recreational use. No commercial exhibition or distribution is permitted. No alleged independent rights will be asserted against CBS or Paramount Pictures.